I see with my own naked eye. I gotta cut the cord and fall away. That instinct I can justify. And on, please. Dumois has the whole story. Did you hear what Dumois Dumois. said? Who is it? Can you believe this blind item? Dumois was on that story a long time ago. Sunday mean celeb sightings with Dumois. Dumois. I cannot believe what I just read about on Dumois. I need to hear more. Hello, and welcome to Do You, the show where you'll hear all the latest in celeb gossip and special exclusives that are not shared on my Instagram or anywhere else. I'll be your guide into the world of celeb news, sightings, and secrets. I will be giving you all of the information I have on your favorite topics every week. This week, we're talking about the Bravo universe, Zendaya, Drew Barrymore, Selena Gomez and Drew Taggart, Britney Spears, and Miley Cyrus's new single. We're discussing all of this with Bravo celebrity Reza Farahan. He's officially a traitor on Peacock's new competition show, The Traitors. Let's get started. Okay, Ferris, we're about to talk about one of my favorite things. Do you know what it is? Oh, girl. <laughs> I know. It starts with a capital D. Yeah. That's DoorDash. <laughs> Did you know you can order alcohol on DoorDash? You can? <laughs> yes. Yes, you can. And I love this about DoorDash, especially if I'm having company like on a Friday night or Thursday night and I'm working all day and I don't have time to run to the store or run to the liquor store. I can just order it on DoorDash. You can dash it. I can dash it. Don't have to leave. Can continue working. Continue in the newsroom. Mm -hmm. Never have to leave the newsroom, basically. Wow. So you can just like get that news out there at the same time as making sure your incoming guests are going to have the libations that they want. Exactly. Which is why I love DoorDash. It makes it so convenient, so seamless, so easy. I've never been let down by a DoorDash delivery. I mean, that's true. Ain't that the <laughs> truth? Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails. We love a mocktail. And more can be delivered straight to your door. So get your drinks in hand without lifting a finger with DoorDash. And use code DOYOU24 to get 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more on drinks through DoorDash. For eligible users only, terms apply. Must be 21 plus to order alcohol. Drink responsibly. Delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Here on Do You, we do not like misleading info. That's why I do my best to be transparent with the most up-to-date intel on all of your favorite celebs. You can trust that I will never intentionally dupe you. Sadly, in life, we do have to deal with a lot of sneaky terms, annoying bill hikes, and exorbitant fees that we did not anticipate. We call that yada yada. Here on Do You, we do not like yada yada. Now, you could spend all of your time combing through contracts, or you could just skip the hassle and go with a trusted brand like Metro by T-Mobile, helping you to get ahead and not pull you back. That's right. You don't take yada yada from life, so don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. Never settle for less. I know I never do. And now that I don't have to worry about sneaky yada yada, I have time to dedicate my time to making the best content for you guys. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. I am so excited for today's guest host. I have been a fan of his show on Bravo for ever. It's not on anymore, but he's on a new show. He is also a realtor, a designer. He has a hair care line at Macy's called Reza Be Obsessed. And now he's officially a trader on Peacock's new competition show, The Traders. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for being here. Be here. 
um, I was just telling you that my best friend keeps he keeps telling me like he can't talk on the phone. He's like, I have to go watch the trader. I'm like, is it that good? He's like, yes, it is so good. So congratulations on um, on being on a hit show. How was that experience? It was completely different. Shaw's had just been canceled and my exec from Bravo hit me up and I'd been wanting to make TV because it was such a part of my life. And like, it sounds, she's like, there's backstabbing and murder. And it sounded just like Shaws of Sunset. So I felt like I was ready for it. Well, I'm going to definitely check it out. I recommend you guys check it out. I have a lot of Bravo fans who listen um, to the podcast. And you were recently on Watch What Happens Live. And Andy Cohen asked you... You know, he he asked you a shady question. He asked you who you thought, in your opinion, was the most overrated housewife. And your answer was... Kyle Richards. Now, I don't have a problem with Kyle Richards. It's just my opinion. And I think of all the housewives, she might get a little more love than she deserves. So I just put it out there. I'm a huge Lisa Vanderpump fan. And I just put it out there and I thought, you know, I can have an opinion. It's my humble opinion. I don't have a problem with Kyle. And she clapped back at me with some facts. She's like, Isn't his, didn't his show get canceled? Wasn't he the first one eliminated on the traders? And I was like, those are both factual statements. But my sibling takes my call and so do all my castmates. How are Kathy Hilton and Kyle Richards doing? I mean, how are... Yeah, how are Kathy Hilton and um, Kim Richards doing? Right. Now, okay, let's back up. Are you personally friends with Lisa Vanderpump? Personally friends. I have her cell phone number in my phone, and she's really, really nice to me. And, you know, if we're out and about, it's like seeing an old friend. Do she and I, like, text with one another and, like, kick it on the weekends? Definitely not. But way more gracious and hospitable and much nicer to me because I've had a 10-year career on the same network. Lisa's just much more giving than Kyle is. Kyle is one of those people who feels like whatever she gives, it's less for her. You mean she's out for herself? 100%. When you bring your sister on the show um, and you call her an alcoholic and, you know, we've watched like... Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and what's transpired with her and her family. And it's always her crying, yet throwing her sisters and family under the bus. It just is weird. And then people were like calling her vile Kyle. And I didn't realize it was a thing because I got into some of the threads on, you know, the Bravo sphere is huge. And so a lot of the Bravo, you know, pages were posting about it and I just started reading a lot of the comments and I kind of felt vindicated like what I said was you know common belief wide held belief in the Bravo world now just to play devil's advocate um regarding what you just said don't you think that there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes with the Richard slash Hilton family that like we the public don't know about and it's like super deep-seated and very complicated girl I'm from the Middle East we fled a country because the (laughs) Shah was falling there is not one relative of mine that can point to me and tell well, would say that Reza stole something from me, let alone okay. a house. <laughs> like, if anyone says anything to me, they're going to be like, Reza hooked me up. Reza didn't take a commission when he sold me my house. Reza, you know, like, the word on the street is going to be that Reza's hand is open when it comes to his family members. It's not going to be that Reza stole something, let alone a house. Okay, fair enough. I think I'm being a little bit of a Kyle Richards apologist because I personally like her. I didn't understand I, I where all the... I don't have a problem with her. She has a deal with the devil. She's clearly on Ozempic and looks phenomenal. She got her teeth done at the same doctor that I went to, Dr. Appa. I mean, if anyone... Like, I have to bow down to Kyle and Dorit because the two of them, if you look at their pictures from 10 years ago gremlins gremlins they went from like gremlins to supermodels like kyle has never looked better like i can say that even though you know she 
she clapped back at me. She did. And um, I fear that you're digging your grave a little deeper now with these comments. But she does look good. She does look good. And she's had four children. Three's yes. had two. I mean, they look phenomenal. I just wanted to get a better understanding of why you made that comment because I felt like it was kind of like a blanketed statement that you, you know, just naming her is overrated. But now I see what you're saying. Now I see what you're saying. I see, you know, I feel like a lot of the housewives have achieved the success that she has achieved and no one's, you know, relative got run over by a tractor while they were achieving their success. I just feel like her achievements have a lot of dead bodies on the side of the road. Yeah, but wouldn't you say that like there has been a lot of families that have been broken up, maybe not sisters, but there have been a lot of marriages and families that have been broken up and ruined by being on a reality TV show, specifically Bravo, not just yeah. her. You know what's funny? I don't know if it's funny, actually. I should retract that. There's a lady at Bravo who told me that a lot of women come and seek out housewives opportunities when they're on the cusp. Mm. I love that too. Noella Bergner from Real Housewives of OC. You know, when they signed up, boom. Tamara Judge, her first husband, Simon. There's so many, you know, that you can look at. Even Erica Jane, the way she used to talk about her husband, how great he was. And then you got him on the show and you're like, I don't know how great he is. Yeah, that's such a good point. That's a really, really good point. Now, let me ask you, if Andy had asked you who your favorite and least favorite housewife was, would your answer be the same? Like, Not would you all. have said, okay, so can Not you answer that question? Because I'm curious. I'm of curious course. what your answer is for that. Absolutely. My favorite housewife of all time will forevermore be Bethany Frankel. It will never Ooh. change. You can't change my opinion. There's no one who came to the franchise with as little as she did in the beginning and left with as much as she did. The accomplishments, you know, any scene she was in, Scary Island were some of the best. Her scenes with Kelly Ben Simone when she was telling, you know, when Kelly was telling her like, you're down here and I'm up here and just, she's amazing. She's brilliant. She speaks French. She had a terrible childhood. You were rooting for her to get married. It didn't go the right way. And just somehow she always lands on her feet. She just keeps getting better and better. And she keeps doing, you know, philanthropic stuff, which, you know, how can you, she's a boss. And a lot of these women come and they just sling mud and they don't do boss, you know, bitch behavior. Sorry if I can't say bitch, but like she's just, to me, she's phenomenal. And my least favorite would have to be Jen Shaw and um, Erica Jane Girardi or whatever her name is. Oh, okay. Can you explain Erica? The way she made Eileen cry on that, maybe they were in Hong Kong, and Eileen had gotten her like on Young and the Restless or whatever talk show or, I mean, uh, soap opera she was on, and it just showed me how vile she is. She doesn't understand where her bread is getting buttered, and she has like a vitriol, and she's completely unaware she she has no self-awareness like fam people died in plane crashes and you are talking about it being expensive to be you sweetie it's not expensive apparently it's easy to be you as long as <laughs> you, you you have an you know old man who's bankrolling you at any expense allegedly yeah yeah and then jen shaw for the same thing it's like you can Anyone who steals from people, like ill-gotten gain, and then going and buying fake Hermes bags, bitch, are you for real? You stole money allegedly from people, and you you didn't even do them proper and buy real stuff with their stolen money. You went and bought fake stuff with their stolen money. <laughs> oh, I can't. God. 
Um, well, I like that your answer was based on not your personal interactions with these people. It seems no. like, no. Yeah, I've never I like, met Jen Shaw. Never met her. Good to know. Um, I, I'm always curious, like, who in the Bravo universe are, like, real-life friends and who, like, have beef and... So would you like to squash this beef with Kyle? Because it seems like now it's like I've seen it on a couple of Bravo accounts. Like I have no beef with Kyle. I okay. promise you, I have no beef. I never had beef. It's not a beef. It was just an opinion. I do think she's overrated from all the people who come. And I, the problem with what I'm saying is you have to, I'm taking something into consideration that the average listener isn't thinking. I worked on a reality show. It was a job. Although those people weren't my friends, most of them, it was a job. And when you show up and you always deliver, I have respect for you. Kyle sits back, other people do the dirty work, and her and her husband laugh. Like, PK will come over and talk poorly about someone at a dinner party. And, you know, her and Mauricio will sit and laugh. She never likes to sling the mud. But she won't defend you. Like when her sister was getting attacked by Lisa Rinna in Amsterdam when they were Yolanda was there. Kyle was the first one to get up and run. Bitch, your sister is getting attacked. Like sit there and like hold her hand or something. Like do something. Yeah, see, that's when I think that there's stuff going on that we don't know about. Because don't you remember her and Kim went up against Brandy? Yeah. When Brandy was going after Kim. So I think that there's just like so much that goes on behind the scenes and so much history with that family that we don't know about. And that just so, it's like so deep rooted, like totally. their feelings. Know, allegedly that Mauricio used to work for Kathy's husband. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, he started his own thing and I don't know, allegedly may have done Rick dirty yes I've heard that too um you know I've heard I've heard tons of rumors about that family and to honestly all of them make me sad you know for them um it's kind of yes. like Car- the Kardashians in a way where there's like so many things that go on behind the scenes and that are so deep rooted that like f- families like that like need healing and they need to not be in the spotlight honestly that's like my opinion um, in order for that healing. Um, okay. Thank you for your insights. Thank you for clearing that up. I appreciate you being candid. Um, let's move on to the topics of the week. The first thing I want to talk about is Drew Barrymore. She mentioned on her show recently that she was dating someone from her past. And um, the clip is now like circulating on TikTok. And I posted about it. Everyone's hoping that it's Fabrizio Moretti. Um, who she formerly dated very openly, I think, in the mid-2000s. Um, it's not him. And, oh, my God, I wish I could tell you guys, like, who it is. But I feel like I have to protect Drew Barrymore because she's shown me such kindness. But I will say that the person is an actor, and he's like... Tom Green, Tom Green, please let it be Tom Green. It's no one that I don't, I don't think she's ever publicly dated him. I don't, no one's going to guess. And I feel like, listen, I'll be honest. There's a handful of celebrities that like, I will not post bad shit about because like they have shown me kindness. And it almost makes me feel like I wish I didn't personally run the account that somebody else did so I could be like more open and honest. But like, I'm a human and I have like emotions. So I feel like very protective over Drew Barrymore, but it's not Tom Green. It's not Fabrizio. I think it's somebody that people would be very shocked about. I haven't heard one bad thing about him. He was a huge actor in the nineties. That's all I could say. Our girl seems happy. She seems like she's in a healthy place with this relationship. And I don't know. Have you heard if, if you say who it is, if, if other people have heard, like, I'll give, like, a wink-wink, but I don't want to be, like, the one to out it. Have you heard anything about it? I have not heard a word, but I'm very happy for her because I was just having this conversation with my hut, with my first cousin who asked me if it was possible to be happy in life alone. And... Then he told me of the two of us, of the two gay cousins in the family, I was like the crusty, mean, unapproachable one, and he was the friendly, sweet one. 
his parents are married, mine are divorced, and he couldn't put two and two together that I'm happily married, and he's trying to figure out if you can be happy alone. So bottom line, I'm thrilled for her that she is circling back to someone she dated previously, so obviously something was there, and I wish her nothing but happiness. Yes, and for those of you who don't know, Reza is married um, to Adam Neely. I'm hearing he works for Ryan Murphy. He did. He did for many, many, many years. And he's working on a show called The Flash now. Um, And he's like, he's so amazing. He has his own lane. He's very successful in it. He does his own thing. And he brings a lot of uh, like Midwestern Zen granola salt of the earth into my crazy Persian life. I love that. So you balance each other out. Yes. Those are the best type of relationships, in my opinion. It's not like people who are very similar or opposite that whole opposites attract. I went on a date with a flashy Maserati driving, fast talking guy one time. And I was like, oh, my God, I want to kill this guy because he reminded me of me like it would not work. Two of me's in a relationship. One would be in jail and one would be (laughs) in some like ditch. (laughs) Um, okay. So anyway, I just wanted to let people know that, you know, maybe she'll come, she'll come public with the relationship or maybe she'll decide to keep it private. She already teased her audience by saying she is in a relationship with someone from her past. So I feel like it's like, okay to like talk about, but unfortunately, like, I don't want to be the one to break that news just because I feel protective of over her. I was on her show. She showed me a lot of kindness. She was very supportive and I'm a fan. Yeah, I and I, I'm a fan of hers as well. So the next thing I quickly want to touch on is Zendaya. Now, she just won a Golden Globe and did not attend. You know, there is some speculation, and I don't know if people are just saying this to try to to try to, you know, give an excuse for why she wasn't present. But people are messaging me like, is she's pre- Is she pregnant? She is pregnant. I heard she was pregnant. There are rumors that she's pregnant. And that's why she didn't attend. Now, I just want to say, like, I don't think that she's pregnant. I had intimated on Instagram that the reason that I believe that she didn't attend was because, like, all the drama that has been surrounding the Golden Globes and the Hollywood Foreign Press Association – Um, So I was having a conversation with somebody about it and they confirmed um, that she still doesn't feel good about the whole situation and she didn't want to support the evening. And and I give her so many fucking props for that. Like my respect for her, like literally skyrocketed when I heard that. I want to chime in on that because I have to agree with you and I'm going to tie this into something crazy and very out of left field. And it's the uprisings in Iran. Young women are going to change this world. Because watching the Golden Globes, it's kind of like, you know, all these celebrities in a room together. It just, it feels like something from the past. And I feel like the young women of this world are just going to make everything better. I just have a lot of hope invested in young young women around the globe I love that you said that I'm like I'm getting like emotional that you said that I don't know if I'm PMSing or what but for some reason like what you just said like made me very very emotional and I could totally see someone like Zendaya or Zendaya like leading that charge a hundred percent yeah so um I just wanted to let everyone know that like you know I do drop like a lot of hints on my Instagram account and I won't come out and say certain things so you kind of have to read between the lines but like that is what I heard why she didn't attend now for the Critics Choice Awards um she was never planning on attending so I don't think that her absence from either of those award shows has to do with the possibility that she's pregnant I also want to say that like Euphoria hasn't started filming yet I don't think so she has to like film the next season. Um, thank God, because I love that show. Oh my God, me too. How are they going to top next season? I'm like really, really worried. 
I mean, they, I feel like they did it with White Lotus, so I have hope. The thing that concerns me about Euphoria is Sam Levinson. Like, I don't know if you followed last season, but there was some drama about how he directed and how he produced and, you know, his relationship with other actors, um, not Zendaya, but other actors on the show, specifically Barbie Ferreira. I don't know if you followed any of that. No, I did not. Are you gonna give, are you gonna leave me hanging? <laughs> I talked so much about it when it was going on. So the whole Barbie thing, like, you know, they had a disagreement in the way he wrote her storyline for that season. And because okay, now I'm paraphrasing. I don't want anyone to quote me, but because she spoke up about it, he limited her like screen time and storyline. So in essentially like punishing her for not like agreeing with the initial storyline. That was one thing. The show went way over budget, um, which, you know, I don't know if this season is going to be different because of the merger with Discovery and HBO. I wonder if that's going to have any impact on his ability to just like, you know, blow the bank and spend millions and millions of dollars like producing this show. It's very commonplace though, these kinds of issues that they even exist in the reality world. Like you'll get like an editor or a showrunner or a field producer who wants something to go a certain way and then you resist and they will retaliate. Some people cannot separate um, and leave their work and their, you know, emotions and kind of do what's best for the story. Some people, they retaliate. Really? Yeah, 100%. Sheena talked about it on Vanderpump Rules. It's, it was very prevalent. I had an editor, a senior editor on my show, who was commenting on Instagram as if he were a Shaw of Sunset or a cast member on cast photos when there'd be issues. And I literally would screen grab it, include him on the email chain and send it to the production company and say, look at our unprofessional producer and how he's chiming in and blah, 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 because it would have an impact on the final product. And I didn't like it. Did he eventually get the boot or did they keep him around? He eventually got the boot, but it got to the point where I told them that I wouldn't do my confessional interviews with him because I didn't trust him. And they do something called a Frankenbite. Well, they'll take little bits. They'll put a sentence together with words that you've said. And then later they'll ask you to say the sentence that they wanted. And wonder if you refuse because that's not what initially came out of your mouth. You can't. You can or can't? You can't. Absolutely. Because once you do a season or two, you start realizing like, ooh, this is not like... I don't like this and there's going to be a reaction to it. And you're like, I wouldn't organically say that. Like, no, I don't want to say that. But inevitably someone who's more junior on your cast will say that thing that they want. They're, they're going to get what they want regardless, whether you give it to them or someone else gives it to them, they're going to get what they want. How much did the producers meddle in the storyline of your show? Because with you guys, I felt like you were all genuinely friends in real life yes so there didn't need to be a lot of meddling so how much how much did they push the storylines so i want to back it up for a second because we started out seasons one through four with ryan seacrest productions and five through nine with another production company and it was two completely different styles of producing um but it got to the point with the second production company that I would not tell them what I was going to do in a scene. Like we knew like this was going to be the finale. There was a finale that I did not tell the showrunner what my plan was. And I had a plan. I wanted to do something that was genuine for me and I wanted it to happen, but I didn't trust them. So I didn't tell them what I was going to do because I knew that that producer was not someone I could trust and he would meddle and I would potentially have egg on my face or it would land in a different way. So I had gotten to the point where I wasn't even communicating with 
how I wanted my story to unfold at certain times, depending on who the showrunner was. So not only are you managing the drama, like with your friends that's being filmed, you're managing the drama behind the scenes. Oh, let me tell you, like, I felt like I was, there were times when absolutely, I felt zero confidence. Like these people don't know me. They don't know our culture. They don't know what's going on. They should not be the ones telling my story. Yeah, I mean, gosh, you really have like no control over a narrative when and it's you. You're not playing a character. Well, I mean, maybe some people do play a character on reality TV, but like I felt like, again, your show was very genuine. I couldn't maintain a character right. for 10 years and nights. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you talk to people from Beverly Hills High School or my elementary school, they'd be like, yup, that's him. That's my, that's our boy Reza. Like, you know, he's never changed. That's how he talks in real, you know? Like, I couldn't have other people do my social media because people would know. That's not how I talk. That's not my gait. That's not, you know, my lingo. It, Yeah, it's important to make sure for the longevity also it's not sustainable to play a character. I think that that also contributed like nine seasons. Like, wow, that's like a, almost a whole decade. It was a decade because we had a strike at one point. The editors went on strike and it, the nine seasons ended up occurring in 10 years. So for me, it was a decade of my life. So that crazy. I was on TV. Yeah. Ferris, what do you think one of the biggest health challenges? Oh, for are? sure, weight management. Exactly. Yo-yo dieting, losing weight, putting it back on. Trying the latest fad, it not working. Exactly. Feeling like a failure. Feeling like a failure is the worst feeling when it comes to weight loss. And then getting discouraged. What if I told you I knew of something that could help with this? I would 100% want to know. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. That's amazing. And I love how it's over a year. That's so important for sustainability. Exactly. The slow weight loss. The slow burn. <laughs> over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Roe Body Program members have support throughout the process. Roe's partner handles all of the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting room. That sounds amazing, especially for parents not having to... Yeah. Leave home. Or people that work. Yeah. Having to get that appointment. How convenient. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year, like I said, with healthy lifestyle changes. It's important to note that you do have to pair both. Um, BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.co slash do. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash D-E-U-X. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of the Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all of their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Now, you grew up in Beverly Hills. You went to Beverly Hills High School. You graduated in 1991. Yeah, I was just going to ask you. <laughs> I went to school with Monica Lewinsky. I went to school with Eric Menendez, uh, Rain Pryor, Charlton Heston's kids. Uh, there was a very famous DJ, his Casey Kasem. I went to school with Carrie Kasem. Yeah, a lot of 
people that are infamous or notorious. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. So wait, what about the Menendez? Were they older than you or... Yes, they were older than me, but Eric, Lyle was not in school with me. Eric was, and he was in my health class. And I'll never forget, Erica Perman turned to him. I sat uh, behind him, and Erica Perman turned to him and said, hey, if you're so rich, how come you drive such a terrible car? I was driving a convertible BMW, and like they were wealthier than we were, and he was driving like a regular Ford Mustang 5.0 coupe. Like, nothing special. I think at the time, the CHP were driving those cars. And he turned to Erica and said, because the mafia blew up my Porsche. So was his family, like, involved in shady dealings? Now yeah. I'm thinking, like, did he not he was kill joking. his parents? Oh, okay. No, he did kill his parents, but, you know, he was a teenager at the time. And, he, you know, she was dissing him by saying, like, hey, you drive a crappy car. And so his comeback was, you know... The mafia blew up my Porsche, which completely was, he never had a Porsche until probably after the parents died and they were spending the money. For one minute, I thought like maybe you cracked like a cold case and like <laughs> you were, you were like right? suggesting oh that maybe God. the mafia killed his parents. I watch enough investigative discoveries, girl. If you want to know how to like off someone without getting caught, call me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, listen, there was a period where like the Menendez brothers were having a resurgence on TikTok. And I guess people like the younger generation had just discovered their case and they were posting all of these videos from the trial. Totally. And be, it's so crazy. I mean, it's, it's so interesting that they just like killed their parents, I guess. I don't it's crazy. You know, when I was in L.A. Um, in November, I drove past their their old house. 722 North Elm Drive. I've been in it many times. Yeah. I wonder who lives there now. Do you know? Very wealthy people because that house is worth like 15 to 20 million, by the way. Really? I always like wonder what the houses in that neighborhood um, go for. That's considered like the Beverly Flats, right? The Beverly Hills Flats, yes. North of yeah. Santa Monica, south of Sunset, between Doheny and Whittier. Yeah, it's like a beautiful area, but like the house, there's not a lot of land. Like the houses are pretty close together. Yes, compared to like East Coast and Midwest, the land is not there. The lots are like between 10,000 and I don't know, 30,000 square feet. But for a 10,000 square foot lot with a teardown on it, you're looking at around $10 million in the worst block. And if you go up from there, like there's 50, 60, 75, $80 million houses. And you would be like, oh my God, why are these houses so expensive? Because it's the Beverly Hills Flats. Yeah, there are some beautiful houses over there, though. I was just like driving through the streets, just like, because you could see the houses. Like they're literally yes. like right at street, like on the street. They're not like pushed back or they're not like, there's not gates or, um, you know, bushes. So if anyone's visiting Los Angeles and you want to, you know, get a taste for the architecture and the houses, like the Beverly Hills Flats is a great place just to drive around. Um, I also tried to drive around Bel Air, but you can't see shit there. No, you can't. That's where the houses are hidden. The streets are windy, you know, big lots. Yeah, I could talk. Oh, and duh, like you're real estate. <laughs> of course, you know so much yeah. about this. You're you're in real estate. It's so fascinating to me growing up on the East Coast to go out there and like see all the houses and see all the different neighborhoods. And um, I don't know if anyone else finds that fascinating who's listening who didn't grow up in Los Angeles. But um, for me, it is. So I just loved driving around looking at all the houses. Um, I do too. Yeah. Um, okay. So the next thing I quickly want to talk about is Selena Gomez and her new love interest. Now, this just broke, and I'm so pissed because somebody messaged me on Sunday night, and they were like, is Selena Gomez and Drew Taggart from the Chainsmokers dating? And I was like, I don't think so. And they were like, well, I'm at a bowling alley, and they're making out. Like, what? Yeah. And then the next day, fucking Us Magazine broke the story before I could post it because I was waiting to get more information because I was like, he dates Eve Jobs. Eve Jobs, you know, Steve Jobs's um, daughter, like the Steve Jobs. Um, so 
I wanted to get more information. I didn't want to post it if they were still dating because imagine just imagine being Eve Jobs and just like looking on Instagram and then seeing that your boyfriend of um, September 2022 is when they started dating. So your boyfriend of uh, only a couple months, I guess it, it would be. But still, again, I don't like to be the bearer of of bad news. Um, so Us Magazine broke the story. Um, I had known about it before it was broke. And then somebody started messaging me. Drew is a serial cheater. He's totally hot and totally intoxicating. He's so fine. Oh my God. <laughs> like put a stick on, like put a stick up his butt and turn him into a popsicle. Cause I would be all over that. And when I heard it, I was so happy for her because I look at Justin and Haley and they look so happy and it just must be like a little bit of a burn for her constantly, no matter how over it she can be. So to know that she's got this guy, I didn't know he was a serial cheater, but he's so fine and he's a musician. I thought, you know... It's not Bieber, but it's like a nice consolation prize. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I feel like Selena can get any guy that she like sets her sights on. Do you know what I mean? Like she is like a hot ticket in Hollywood. She's single. She's beautiful. And can we please add her to the list of young, young, beautiful, activated women that is part of the the world changing like bringing so much awareness to mental health and doing so much good so to know that she's getting some love in her life makes me very happy yes I love adding her to that list but I would you know it would be nice if she was someone who wasn't known as a serial cheater but I feel like she knows what she's doing so let me just finish what this person said they said um when he first moved in with his girlfriend Haley Rowe now he has a long line of girlfriends he dated Haley Rowe in 2016 to 2017 she was a model and then he was linked to Meredith Mickelson in 2018 she's also a model then he was linked to Chantel Jeffries in 2020-2021. She's a DJ and influencer. And then Eve Jobs in 2022. And now Selena. So this person is going back to 2016. Um, when he first moved in with his girlfriend, Haley Rowe, in LA, he cheated on her with me. Obviously, I would never cheat on another girl had I known. I've carried around the guilt for years. Selena seems like such a fragile girl. She can do so much better than Drew. When he was on Call Her Daddy, wasn't he speaking about his girlfriend Eve Jobs saying it was so different with her? What a douchebag. Um, and then someone very curiously, the way this was written, I feel like this came and maybe I'm wrong. This could have totally came from a fan. But the way this was written, I felt like it came from someone who knows Eve Jobs. Somebody wrote in. This half of a DJ duo who has been making headlines recently for going on a podcast and talking about threesomes with fans blindsided his ex, the daughter of a late tech billionaire. He had barely ended the relationship with her and told her it was just a break and they would keep being friends. Then less than a week later, he's making headlines with a new, very famous A-list pop singer. His ex still had a photo of them on her Instagram, which she quickly deleted when the news broke and then proceeded to temporarily disable her account. He has been known to get really serious really quick and jump from girl to girl. Somebody responded to this post saying, I can confirm that Eve didn't know anything. If the Us Weekly article is true and him and Selena have been sneaking around he for sure cheated on her because even him were serious she spent New Year's Eve with him and the first week of January so this was a shock he can't be trusted so I don't know if this is somebody that like we're happy that Selena's with have you seen his shirtless pictures on Pinterest <laughs> I'm happy for her he's so fine and who says she has to marry him maybe she's gonna use him from, you know, like, I don't necessarily think that people always end up acting the same way. 
in a relationship. I've been in relationships where I had cheated in the past. I didn't know that later in life I would have a jewel and I would just want to cherish it and not, you know? Oh, I, I love you just called Adam a jewel. That's so yeah, cute. He's a jewel and you don't want to engage in risky behavior to like get that jewel jacked or robbed or, you know, lose yeah. it. So I feel like I'm not going to jump on the bandwagon and just throw Drew under the bus because I've looked at enough of his photos now while you were... um giving the breakdown and I'm sold. I'm just going to assume that he's turned a new leaf. It's 2023, not 2022. And I wish, you know, the, the young tech billionaire, a new boyfriend that is suitable for her. And I'm going to cheer Selena on because she's got a fine man that she's hanging out <laughs> with now. Well, this is also the thing, um, you know, Selena has been seen hanging out with Nicolo Peltz and Brooklyn Beckham a lot. So like I'm getting all these like questions like, are they in a throuple? Like what's going on? And then people started to say that her and Brad Peltz, Nicolo's brother, were dating. Now, I, I asked around, you know, I asked like, you know, people who I thought would know and they they hadn't heard anything about like anything official between Selena and Brad. Somebody told me last night that they had heard that they were hooking up. So I think Selena is just probably like out there dating. Now, I also want to mention that Selena and the Chainsmokers are doing a collab. I mean, shoot. The music coming out of that collab has got to be dreamy. (laughs) So, I mean, I feel like, you know, if his publicist I don't think Selena's publicist ever really talks about her love life but if his publicist or like any sources decide to talk about it they're gonna spin it we're like oh like of course Selena's hanging out with Drew of course they're bowling like they have a collab coming out you know like they're friends so I feel like it could be like easily spun um into that because you know Selena's notorious for not speaking about her private life which only makes us want to know more. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's such a fine line with these big celebrities. Like, do you give every everyone just like a little taste so they shut the fuck up? Or do you just like totally zip it because that's your right as a human being to not share what you don't want to share? Do you know what I mean? Of course I know what you mean. And look, Sam is scary and Brittany probably would tell you You want to keep as much to yourself as possible because you end up going to a restaurant and boom, cut to, you know, you stormed off. You did like everything is going to be scrutinized. And if she is serious, I support her keeping as much of it to herself as humanly possible because you don't know how other people are impacted by all of the noise that comes from dating and Mind you, I'm nowhere near as famous as Drew or Selena, but I watched castmates deal with relationship stuff. And then if you're a cheater on top of it, or an alleged cheater or a previous cheater, you know, the chatter is going to start affecting Selena. You can't, you know, it just will. So the more you keep things under lock and key, I think the better off it is when you're trying to develop something with someone in the public eye. That's such a good point because I do think that the chatter about other things affect her. And I think that it comes to a boiling point with her where then she's, she makes her own statement on her own social media platforms. She's done it about Haley Bieber and she's recently also done it about um, comments about her appearance at the Golden Globes. So I think that's a really good point. Like it comes, it, it comes to the point where it's like hard to avoid. So you want to keep as much as that under wraps as possible so you don't have to address it if you're someone like Selena who likes to stay out of the spotlight in that regard. Can I just chime in for two seconds what you said about Haley Bieber? Being someone that is from a different ethnicity, living in this country, and, you know, seeing your ex, 
like if they're Caucasian and they date you and then they go back to someone who's Caucasian, like I grew up at a really rough time in this country during the hostage crisis, if you saw the movie Argo. So for me, it was, I like I had a very famous ex, Bob Harper from The Biggest Loser. Like when he broke up with me, he went back to like someone that was blonde hair and blue eyes and like fair skin. And it makes you think things that may not necessarily be the most positive things to think. So the more you keep under lock and key, the better, Selena. That's such an interesting perspective. I never thought about that. I wonder if that is something. And she's a model and she's, you know, a size zero. And she was doing those ads for the Firefest in the water looking. <laughs> she was getting my gay ass activated and stimulated. So I can only imagine people looking at her and you know if they're a woman and they're not a size zero how she makes them feel yeah that's a really good perspective to highlight (music) 50 high school senior girls descend on mobile alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Before we dive into the latest celebrity intel, let's talk about a different kind of drama, the kind that involves our furry co-stars, our pets. I wanted to share a message from our partner, Spot Pet Insurance, who is here to help with unexpected veterinary bills. What's that? Well, with Spot Pet Insurance, you can get up to 90% cash back on eligible vet bills. You you would need that. Yeah. Saving up to 90% on vet bills sounds fantastic. <laughs> it sure is. And get this. Spot pet insurance plans cover not only unexpected accidents and illnesses, but also offers an optional preventative care benefit. It can help with the cost of routine wellness, vaccines, and more. Is it pricey? Probably less expensive than a surprise $1,800 vet bill. And you know what that's like. It's not pretty. Just head over to spotpet.com for a free quote. Paid ad from Spot Pet Insurance, waiting periods, annual deductibles, coinsurance, benefit limits, and exclusions may apply. For all terms, visit spotpetins.com forward slash sample dash policy. Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence, American Insurance Company, or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. Now, I want to ask you, because you just mentioned quickly about Sam and Brittany, what is your take on that whole situation? I'm, I'm assuming like you, you live you live in L.A., you're in the scene. You must hear things. So Sam is Persian, and I think Brittany needs a strong Persian man in her life because she's got so much, like family stuff, career stuff. Oh, my God. And so to to be a Stedman to her Oprah, you really need a really strong, grounded, secure man. And he seems like that. And I've I've heard stories and I know them, you know, once removed the Ascaris. So I, I feel like she made a wonderful choice and hopefully they make it for the long haul, which I'm rooting for. So he comes from a nice family. He comes from a good Persian family, yeah. She's recently made some comments on her social media. People have been speculating they were about his sisters. 
um, perhaps, you know, maybe he has a relationship with her sisters that she doesn't like or she feels threatened by. Um, but now that you're saying he comes from a nice family, it sounds like they're super close is what I'm trying and to say. Persians, yeah, Persians are tribal. So, you know, like I'll talk to Adam and he'll be like, yeah, I've got this cousin and I've never met them. Or I've got this uncle and I haven't seen him in 20 years. If I didn't see an uncle for 20 years, my mom would still whoop my 49-year-old <laughs> ass, you know? Like yes. the fa family dynamics in a Persian family are much more... OG than you could ever imagine. Like my mom called me and said, mm, "You, I saw them refill your drink on Watch What Happens Live. You didn't really have to drink it." And I'm like, "This bitch is still keeping tabs on how much alcohol I'm consuming." I have two questions for you. The first one is, how many drinks like do the guests consume like while they're on the show? As many as you can handle, or like, will they cut someone off on Watch What Happens Live? So I've been there probably 25, 30 times in my 10-year career. I've never seen anyone be cut off. And Andy has two kids now, so I don't think he drinks every night with gas. But in the old days, they would get you slammed. Because obviously it's going to deliver when you're sitting out there. So you're arriving to the green room probably an hour before the show starts. They make sure they ask you what your beverage of choice is so they have it on hand for you. So mine is in the clubhouse is a Maker's Mark and ginger ale with three limes, no carcass. And <laughs> they're there for it. So I probably had one to two before I got out into the chair. And as you're shooting, they replenish. So you may take two sips of one, but they'll bring you another one during a commercial break. So you never go low. Interesting. Now, have you, in the times that you've been a guest there, have you been like overserved? Have you felt overserved and then kind of like look back and was like, what the fuck did I just say on that show? Oh, I'm sure there was, there's been times when I was overserved. I was so overserved one time that I called in to like, Golnessa was a guest on the show, and we called in, and like, oh yeah, I've been, I've been, that show has, yes, I've been overserved, I've been liquored up, but it's always a good time in the clubhouse. Yeah, that's so interesting, because I, I, you know, you see everyone drinking, you see them sitting there, but I feel like for the most part, people keep their composure, so I'm just like, I always was curious, like, was it one drink, is it two drinks, like, you know what I mean, like, just for show, totally. but now you're saying, like, no, it's, like, on, like, you step in the clubhouse, and it is on. Oh, um, it's on, they're trying to have you loosen up, have a good time, you know, answer questions like who's you know the most overrated housewife <laughs> oh god it's so shady I love it um okay the, the second thing I just wanted to point out is um you know for people who speculate about Brittany and Sam I think you made a really really good point about his family her coming from a broken family it's probably like really hard for for her to relate to the closeness of his family which you know could be where we get a lot of these captions from. I don't know if you follow her on Instagram and you yes. and you read her captions. Um, but anyway, that that's for a whole nother show. People are concerned about her. I talked about the TMZ video on my Instagram story. I think I think TMZ did her really really dirty with their headline. Very very dirty. Really fucked up. Really dirty. I will say there were publications out there trying to get the real story to vindicate that headline, but they they just couldn't get any sources that were actually there to contradict the headline. They couldn't find anyone, basically. Not that anyone was agreeing with the headline who was there. They couldn't find anyone to contradict it. So they couldn't there were there were publications that couldn't, you know, put out a story being like she wasn't manic. She wasn't having a meltdown, but she kind of also covered it on on her own Instagram. She addressed it. He addressed it. Um, you can't believe everything you read, people, including on Demois. I'll be the first to say that. Let's just say we had an incident with uh, Mike Tyson on an airplane. And, you know, that there are people out there who don't take no for an answer who are overserved, and there are 
external factors that Brittany and Sam deal with when they're in a restaurant. People are waiting, you know? Not only are they waiting, they're at times instigating. So this poor couple may have just been trying to eat a, a nice meal close to where they live, and it's hard. Yeah, I agree. And I, I don't think it was fair to her how they worded it. They could have put out the video. Obviously, you know, they got their hands on this video. It's um, worth a lot of money to them to to publish it. But they could have worded it differently. It was disappointing, but not surprising no. for TMZ. Um, right. Okay, the last thing I want to talk about is Miley Cyrus and her new single, Flowers, have you heard her song and watched her video, Reza? I have heard the song. I have not watched the video. Okay. Do the I vi- need to watch the video? Oh, my God. Yes, you need to watch the video. She looks fucking fantastic. She looks amazing. Like, I was like, I mean, she always looks good, but she just look, I don't know, like, if she is doing Pilates or I don't know what she's doing. Have you seen her ex? I mean, her ex is a motivating factor. It's like, what is what was that revenge body that show Chloe used to have? How can you not be with him anymore and look bad? You got to look good <laughs> with a capital T at the end of it. Yes. I mean, the thing. OK, so that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about the video. I want to talk about the rumors going on about the video. Um, there's rumors circulating that in the video she's wearing one of Liam's suits. He was on a red carpet. They were doing an interview and he whispered in her ear. You can't hear it, but you could read his lips. Will you behave or something along the lines of, can you behave please? And I hope I'm getting this right, but everyone's saying that the suit he was wearing on the red carpet, she's wearing in the video. They're also claiming that he cheated 14 times on Miley Cyrus and that the house that she filmed the video in was a house where the alleged cheatings took place. Now, I asked someone who would 100% know the answers to these questions. The person said they're not sure about the suit, but they don't think that it's his. Um, He did cheat, but there were other issues in their relationship, which were a lot bigger than the cheating. I don't know if it's known yeah, the, about these issues. So I don't really want to say. Um, there's also a lot of young um, Liam Hemsworth fans who I learned this last week when I talked about Haley Steinfeld. Um, if a celebrity has a young fan base, they're not understanding the words that are coming out of my mouth. So they misconstrue everything I say. So it leaves me hesitant to talk about Liam Hemsworth and his issues. But if you could read between the lines, congratulations you're mature enough to listen to this podcast but um yeah so that's what this person says they don't know if the suit was his they don't think it is he he did cheated the 14 times is total like a made-up number that fans made up and it's like spreading like wildfire that it's as fact and I it's not fact um also I asked about the house is that where he cheated? And the person said, no, their house burnt down. And then they rented a house she moved out of years ago. The mom just bought a house. Like, literally, I could jog to it. It would take me less than three minutes to get there. And her hairdresser is a friend of mine. And I was at a party at his house. And her and Liam were there together. This is many moons ago. Um, but sh- I mean, I would try and get him back. <laughs> I would have gotten pregnant. While I was with him, I would have gotten pregnant 100% if I were her. Many moons ago is the key word here. I mean, their relationship spans from their relationship spans from June 2009 to late 2019. So they have some serious history. Um, I asked this person, I said, she must still really be upset with him. And this person said, she does hold a grudge, but he was a true love, which is so sad. I don't know. It just like hit me because I guess you feel like, you know, these relationships are easy to get over. But I mean, the one benefit to the relationship being over is like the holidays, because if I were her and I went to like 
the Hemsworth holiday party, I'd be like, mm, I got this one, but look at the other two. Shoot, can I get like a little appetizer or something? Like, they are all so fine. You're saying like, you know, hop to another brother if it, since it didn't work out with, um, with Liam. I'm, I'm just saying one is better than the other. And like two are better than one. Like she can find a combo that might accommodate whatever it, you know, salty feeling she has about the one, just, you know, they're available, aren't they? Is one of them single? Um, well, Chris Hemsworth is married with kids, but that's another right. story because I've heard rumors about him. Um, and then I don't know about the other one, like the quieter one. I don't you know about You can't really him. be upset with them. When you, when the brothers are that, when you're that fine and you're a celebrity, I don't want to say some blame needs to go on, you know, the 14 women that cheated with him. But when you're that fine, it's hard to it's hard to beat one. You know, it's hard to say no once, twice, three times. But when you have 14 coming around, it's very hard to say no to all 14. Well, I think that number was like grossly exaggerated. Um, also, I think Miley's in a relationship with someone named Max Mirando. Um, he's a drummer. He's a musician. So I also think, you know, she's not going to have any problem finding someone new. This is obviously just something that has scarred her. And it's it's kind of like brave of her to to share those feelings with with the world. I mean, her song hit number one, like right away. It's all over TikTok. So um, everyone's listening to it and it's really raw. It's a great song. Um, but I just wanted to clarify that I think the rumors about the video, which Reza, please watch, you're going to love it. Um, oh. you'll love it, uh, are grossly it. exaggerated. Yeah. I think, I think those details are grossly exaggerated. A lot of people are asking about this. Um, I could definitely go into more detail, uh, on, on my Instagram because sadly we are out of time. Um, this is so much fun. I like, know. I've done a lot of podcasts. I have not thoroughly enjoyed all of them, but I have to say from the minute we jumped on until right now, this has been such a highlight of my day. I don't know how I'm going to top this. <gasps> oh my God. Well, that comment is the highlight of my week. That is so nice. That's like the nicest thing anyone's ever said about coming on my podcast it was like hanging out and chatting with an old friend so I had a blast I want to thank you for having me on and I wish you so much continued success because you are a huge force out in the world oh thank you you're so sweet and we've never spoke before so I mean no. I I you know I like I said like I knew you from Shaw's and I was always a fan so when you were like when you reached out I was like yes let's do it you know because like Yay. I feel like yeah like I feel like I need to jive in some way with my podcast hosts like I get very nervous when I have someone on that I don't like have a personal connection to or don't know or are a fan of so I was so happy that um, we were able to schedule this T um, tell everyone where they could find everything about you your your hair product everything so I am streaming all 10 episodes of the traders on Peacock my hair care line Resibe Obsessed is available online at Macy's.com and in selected stores uh, and Adam and I just bought a house across the street from the house that we live in. And we're going to pitch a home renovation show around that. So hopefully you'll get to continue watching me on your screens. <gasps> Ooh, I love that concept. Keep us Absolutely. updated. Keep me, keep me updated. So when it you comes out, I, I can post about it. You know I will. Okay, thank you so much, Reza. Take care. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. This has been a production of Cadence 13, an Odyssey studio. New episodes of Do You will air every Thursday. See you next week.